It's time to stop with the interest rate hikes. Why, why do you feel that way? Well, I just feel like when you look at a lot of the things the Federal Reserve officials have said in the past, and then you look at the, the data and the reports that they were referencing, it seems like we're kind of there, or at least we're close to there, meaning the end of these rate hike increases. And I think what's really interesting is that I just looked up what the, what the Chair Powell had said after the last meeting, and he says, look, what we want, I'm paraphrasing, is for the labor market to cool. Well, we got a report out on Friday that pretty much shows that, that the labor market is indeed cooling. It's, it's slowing down. We're producing fewer jobs each month over the last couple of months. And in fact, June and July have been the slowest months of job creation since the, the uptick after COVID. And I think that's kind of what the Fed wanted. We see that wage growth, it's not down from, you know, uh, from the, from, it's not down to where we were before COVID, but it's down from the peak. And I guess that the inflation rate, it has come down substantially. We're not going to get all the way to 2% in you know a minute but they also have told us at least from the fed's point of view it takes a long time there's a lag effect of rising interest rates and their ability to slow things down in the economy and i think they oddly enough they've actually done exactly what they said they want to do so i'm not sure why they would keep raising interest rates at either the september or even the november meeting unless something drastically changes what were some of the latest job number uh, specific numbers with that report that came out on Friday? So there were 187,000 jobs created during the month. And I just want to put that in perspective. All of 2023, it was, uh, if we look at an average monthly amount, about 250,000 jobs a month, which is pretty remarkable considering that we are so far into this recovery. Mm-hmm. But you look, 250 is down from 400 last year, down from almost 550 the year before. And so we have come down. Also, to be clear, that a lot of the fears that we had amid the pandemic, they haven't really panned out. We have not seen women stay out of the workforce. In fact, women have come back in in huge numbers. We've seen people who were 55 to 65 also come back into the labor force. Those were the people who were kind of freaked out the most about COVID, right? And sure, we are seeing that people who are over 65, they're not back in the workforce in the same numbers, but they may feel like, hey, you know, I've got my Social Security, it's indexed to inflation, I can manage it. So, so many of the fears that we had about what was going on in COVID, they really didn't materialize. And I think that it would be well worth it for the Fed to be a little bit more cautious in raising rates at this point in the cycle, because we have gone from zero to five and a quarter to five and a half percent in a pretty short period of time. So far, we have avoided a recession. I just like would like to keep it that way. Can you remind us who is impacted the most from these interest rate hikes that we've been seeing over and over and over and over again? Like who has been hit the hardest when it comes to people looking for a new car or a new house? Well, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, just in sort of there's like, a, let's call it three categories. There's borrowers, there's savers, and there's investors. Right. So from a borrower point of view, as interest rates rise, the cost of servicing your debt will go up. And while the Fed does not directly control mortgage rates, mortgage rates have gone up substantially. You know, when you think about the, re- the uh, pandemic and people refinancing and they were getting 3% 30-year fixed yeah. rate mortgages, well, those mortgage rates have more than doubled to 7% now. But you're right. People who have short-term loans, car loans, those are more expensive. 
You look at people who are servicing credit card debt. Credit card rates are about as high as they've ever been in recent years, you know, over 22%. And I think that even for people who um, have something that's a fixed loan, like a student loan, you might say, well, that's not contingent on rate hikes, but the cost of servicing student loans will be rising for people who are assuming new loans. So the reality is that if you're a borrower, it hurts. Now, conversely, if you're a saver, you're completely psyched. Rates are higher. You're getting more interest on your savings, your checking, your CDs. This affects not just individuals. It can help a, a small nonprofit that might have some money in the bank. It can help large companies that have some money that, they're, that they can invest in bonds. So that's a good thing. Savers do well. Now, the third category is a little bit of a sketchy one. It's investors. And investors have seen the stock market come back very strong this year. Last year was a horrible, horrible year. And rising rates took a lot of the wind out of their sails from the previous couple of years. But if you look at this year right now, the S&P 500 is up 17% from where it was at the beginning of the year. We're about, let's say, 7% from the all-time high of the S&P 500. So all this is to say that investors should be pretty good just hanging in there. But I'm very concerned that borrowers are getting hit and that people who are struggling to really keep up with their debt levels they're going to come under pressure. And when's the next time the Fed meets? They meet in September. They're going to have a chill August now. And so we're going to be able to get um, inflation data this week. And the, the inflation story is actually not going to improve when we get this data this week, probably. And I know that gas prices are up, and that's a bummer. But I am clear that, that the Fed is not as concerned about that. And the Fed is also going to chew on another employment report. So they say they're data dependent. Let's take them at their word. But if they were asking you and me, I think we'd say, like, Mr. Powell, come on, <laughs> slow down here. You can you can chill out a little bit, relax, and let's see how things filter through the economy. I think a lot of us can agree with that. Jill Schlesinger, check her out uh, online, jillonmoney.com. You can check out our podcast, search for Jill on Money. We appreciate you being with us every Monday morning here on WPTF. Thanks so much. Thank you.